Welcome back to Soccer Card United. It's episode 196 of the greatest soccer card podcast in the world. My name is Jason, and on my screen there's Enzo. Hi, Enzo. Hello, Jason. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. In very good form. Very um, excited. Very happy. Yeah. Very optimistic. Feeling very good. We launched the Dublin Card Show tables last night. Yes, we launched the website with the, the tickets, the tables, the whole lot. It's happening. And for those of you listening, yeah, the international is happening. We can't call it that yet. We've got to earn that. But the International Sports Collectors Convention. Yeah, and if you don't know what the international is, uh, welcome along. You're obviously a new listener. But for the OGs, they this know. is they know they know what we're talking about. Um few things to say. So mm. we did a website reveal last night on YouTube. That was fun. That was fun. Um and in the 24 hours the website's been live, we've had uh, 30% of the tables go. Gone. Finished. Gone. Uh, I'd say 90% of that 30% is sports as well, which is really cool. Uh, okay. This is like a full, this is a card show, not a sports card show. It's going to be a bit of everything, but um, 90% of that 30% is sports, which is very, very good because ultimately that's what we do. That's our bread and butter. That's what we want to see. And we've probably seen as well a 50-50 split on uh, Irish and international. Yeah, it's about 50%. Yeah, we got a lot of people. We have people. We got people coming in from Canada that are vending. We have people coming in uh, as attendees from Brad's Los Angeles. Brad's doing a lot of heavy lifting on that Canada thing. We got person yeah. coming in from Canada. We got Brad coming from Canada. That's still major <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. No, it uh, is. So I, I, listen, Brad, anytime Brad's in town, uh, that's an event. And if you haven't yeah, seen the website... DublinCardShow.com. I got complimented on this website today, so I'm very happy about that. Well, it's a fantastic website. You did a great job. Thank you. Um, and the people can go to DublinCardShow.com now and see an even better version than those on the website reveal uh, mm. saw last night because we actually worked out some kinks while we were live. <laughs> so it was actually, Jason, you emailed the mailing list about the show and you had a beautiful section where you could click the logo and it brought you to the website. Yeah. And then there was another part where you could get tickets, but that brought you to SoccerCardsUnited.com. I know. I knew something was wrong when I saw the results coming in from the... Yeah. But it was good because SoccerCardsUnited.com, we're linking back to the show. Intern links. I know. Yeah. It's unbelievable what we're doing over here. Um, So there's all sorts of stuff. There's vendor tickets. There's there's tables. There's uh, attendee tickets. Contact us. FAQ. So get over to that website. It's bookmark that website. Get involved. And just for the people here, and I'll put that back up real quick. Oh, you want to see that back? Yeah, for the people here on this, we're talking about the Samuel Becker Bridge there in the center. Just to the right, a little bit in blue, the Soccer United blue is the Convention Center Dublin, which is our venue. That's purple. Nah, I call it blue. And then just there in the foreground, there's a boat, which is wait, actually wait, a bar. Wait, 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 wait. Chase, That's don't definitely purple. That is purple. No, it is. It is. I won't even lie. That's purple. Okay, fine. Uh, I'll let you away with it. Um... And then, yeah, just down there, you see a little boat, which is a restaurant bar that we may or may not have some shenanigans on in the lead up to the show yeah. for anyone that is flying into the city. Because, again, super central location. So if anyone's listening to this, they have yet to jump in, want to buy a vendor or attendee ticket, please, please do that. Um, yeah, February 24th, 2024. With Christmas coming up soon, we do have a lot, a lot of work to do this month because we're expecting a shutdown for Christmas. And then it's going to be all hands on deck leading into February. Uh, but mm-hmm. we're super excited about it. And we're super ready, super excited. Um, and so far, the vendor table sold that we have sold has been super, super optimistic. I'm very happy. 
I mean, I'm getting good form. I thought I was going to be more stressed today than I am. Let me put it that way. Yes. No, I agree. I, I think um, I also feel very good. And um, it's exciting times here at Soccer Cards United HQ. I also um, have a very personal affection I wasn't expecting to have to everyone who has bought a table. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I feel I'm, I'm like I gotta look after every one of these individuals. You feel you feel very... incredibly grateful. Yeah, because I know like ultimately we're everywhere, right? You see us in Paris, you see us in Copenhagen, you see us in London, all sorts of stuff in England, Scotland, Germany, all the time. Yeah. But we're in England, we see all the UK guys at like pretty much all the shows. We're in Germany, we see the German guys at all the shows. When we're in Copenhagen or Paris, we don't see the Germans or the UK guys there. When we're in Germany, you don't see that many UK guys there. So ultimately we kind of couldn't necessarily expect a big international influx because we don't see that when we're on the road everywhere else yet it seems like we're getting that and just yeah those that are doing it we know how hard it is to kind of set up a table abroad a lot of costs involved a lot of you know, hotel travel all that sort of stuff but to anyone that hasn't booked yet not that many costs not that hard no it's not that difficult so ultimately it's just i feel personally i don't know, i feel i feel a great warmth to those individuals and yeah. they are going to be looked after that's all i can say if you were the sort of person that you see on uh, TikTok podcast clips where you wonder, is this even a podcast or they just make these clips? Mm. Um, you, you you would say you feel humble. Do you, you ever get that? Like where you're like, this can't, this cannot be an hour long thing. These but people just, just must talk in, in this, uh, this type of way, in this type of way, because you can't, this is not a regular conversation. You can't sustain a conversation like this. Maybe you can. It's just a bunch of sociopaths parroting cliche back and forth. But anyway, um, you would say you feel blessed, you feel honored, you feel humbled. I feel humbled, I feel yeah. blessed, I feel honored, I feel vibey, and I feel ultimately responsible, Jason. Yeah. For a very, very good time for all those that are going to be in Dublin, yeah. descending upon Dublin uh, on that very fateful weekend. Yeah. Along That's with a bunch weird. of Welsh rugby fans. A lot. Of, yeah. The, the city's going to be on fire. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah. I for one cannot wait. <laughs> okay, so that's the Dublin card, Joe. Um, get your get your tickets now. Um, it's time for Hobby HQ. And one of the big pieces of hobby news we had uh, in between now and our last episode is mm-hmm. that we're going to get Lionel Messi's first MLS card. Uh, Beckett, uh, yeah. Beckett.com couldn't resist the headline, 2023 Tops MLS Gets Messi. Um, very hard to leave that on the table whenever Come you're right. On. That could have been left on the table, in my opinion. That's I think that, that's that been in multiple... Uh, that piece of wordplay has been in multiple Soccer Cards United episode titles in the last 200 episodes. It's been, to be honest, it's been everywhere. Come on. It's been everywhere. Um, so, 2023 Tops MLS has a lot of new things in store. That said, the biggest addition is the inclusion of arguably the biggest star the soccer has ever seen, uh, Lionel Messi. Hobby Boxes promised three total autographs. Are you all right there, Enzo? Are you paying attention? No, I am. I am. This happens when I'm not in the room. I think you want to share with the class? Yeah, sorry. I'm going to Barcelona tomorrow, and I need to just do a very quick... But I'm okay. listening. This is from ahead. people. I, I know all about Done. Done. I'm so sorry about that. Okay. I'm not going to... That's how I feel about... That's, that's how I feel about Messi. No, that's how I feel about Messi, to be honest, because apparently they're doing a flagship product, which apparently they had previously said, we're not going to do a flagship product. Yeah. So that's that's They did say they were going to cut it, and then they didn't. And if you look here, the base set features 201 cards. Um, the extra <laughs> one. I wonder where that came from. Uh, covering stars from across the lead, including on the checklist another 25 card pitch prodigies installment, highlighting the top MLS rookies. There's Lionel Messi, a mock up of his first uh, card. The Inter Miami kit looking very well on a card. Oh, of course it does. Look at it, looks well, not yeah. just on a card, but across the board. Yeah, um, the, are they, are they called the Flamingos? 
Or is that just, is that just the color of the jersey? No, the logo, there's flamingos on the logo. Right. Two flamingos. Um, I, I wonder if Busquets and Alba are in there. Or would that have been 203? Yeah, hard to know. Pretty hard to know. Hard to know. But three, you get three hits per box. That's actually pretty good. You get three hits in a, in a flagship product. Yeah. I like that. I support it. Forget all the things I've said about it. I support it. I, I love when uh, you get a weird um, kind of insert or a weird subset. This is a, a, set, a set called Perlers, a case hit called Perlers. But there was once a, a Tops Pearl. Yeah, but what's a Perler? Let's find out. What is that? Yeah. What is a Perler? I, I could see it maybe being like a, a, st- a spectacular goal. Oh, that is an absolute Perler from Sebastian Drusi. A person who dives for or trades in pearls. Okay, so these are fellas who go, they, they plunge the depths of the MLS soccer fields to produce magnificent moments. Maybe. That's not um, a great name. No, let me see. Informal, mainly Australian sometimes. Something impressive. The shot was a real pearler. There we go. Look at that. Yeah, we're both used while searching for pearls. So I, I don't know. Listen. Uh, pearlers be... are case hits. They've, they're done on Topps Chrome Stock and they showcase scoring leaders. Oh, cool. I like the addition of Topps Chrome Stock in a flagship product. Yeah, me too. Um, So your 2023 Topps MLS soccer cards at a glance. Cards per pack, eight. Uh, packs per box, 24. Boxes per case, 12. 201 cards. Uh, three autograph memorabilia cards. Four kit core. What's kit core? That's, I think, this if is, you go up a bit. Oh. This is kit core. That's a bit weird. What is that? Is that like the design of the background, same kind of color as the kit kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, that's absolutely right, is it? That's absolutely right. There you go. So that's out at the end of the month, according to everyone. Yeah, obviously, yeah, MLS was delayed because of Messi, which is a good thing. Add him in there. Um, to be fair, like a one of one. I mean, a foil factor won't really be that that crazy, but like when you get to the Chrome, one of one super factor of a Leo Messi in an Inter Miami kit. You, yeah, it's gotta like that. Black foil one of one, red foil up to ten, and then or, uh, hobby exclusive gold and orange. Ah, 15, so there's blasters. blasters. There's blasters out there. There's blasters value boxes, all kinds of stuff. Jason, while we're on those kind of odds, there was a hobby HQ uh, topic. I don't know if you have it in. You probably don't. Um. Probably don't. You probably missed this. You forget big dumb nut. Just cause give me the abuse. Um, someone was showing. You know, maybe we had Breakers Delight as yeah. a, a product. Someone uh, showed like a checklist of that, and the way it would say like Hobby Blaster. There's like some hits that just says Breaker because obviously it means Breakers Delight, but like people are going right. mad. Oh no, hits just for the Breakers and the Breaker boxes. Yeah. And the... but that's obviously Breakers Delight. I would assume. Um, but yeah, interesting. I mean, at this stage, mostly. All the big hits are hit by breakers anyway. So it'd be nice if you could just pinpoint it and say, that's not actually in hobby anyway. That's for the breaker, guys. That's, yeah. You see, like, and that's backyard breaks. Uh, one of one there. You get that. That's it. I, I, here's one for you. Here's one for you. Tell me. I, I wouldn't mind that if there was also a uh, non-breaker exclusive that you couldn't you couldn't break. How could you not? Like, there's always got to be a breakable. If you break this, we will You're hunt you down and we will we'll uh, find you. We'll find you. You cannot break this kind of box. This is not to be broken. These are breaker, ex- non-breaker exclusive boxes. Do not break these boxes. Yeah. And that would only drive the price further. It would be a huge oh, black market. People would be using VPNs. Yeah, and, and everything. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The hidden breaker. like Voice kind of changer. 
yeah. an anonymous mask on and they're like mm, welcome hello. to the Nordic breaker super break yeah py2 and it's like let's go i'm pretty fine my group is there trying to have pimple where is yeah. he Think okay stop in hands in hands i know who this is doing the andrew tate pizza guess, box thing yeah guess who it was steve aoki the whole time oh my god in his like uh, the end cryogenic of lab episode. absolutely it's steve aoki again and he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those pesky soccer cards united boys oh where he will not throw another cake again as far as we're concerned we're on the case we have it we're wrapped up um have you seen that f1 echelenza starting to appear it's starting to pop up. I've seen some beautiful looking cards. Got me super excited. Um, I actually posted it on SoccerCardsNet.com as a kind of a pre-sale because ours is not here. But it should be probably next week. But look at that. Oh, look I love that. it. The design. Seven only, exclusive cards. Only Italian heritage could have design like that. I love it. Yeah. Marvel. Oh, it. It's unbelievable. I think it's beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. It's nice to have a new F1 set. I'm excited to get it. I wish there was more autographs in it. But look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, cards look real good. They do. They look real, real good. They look pretty, pretty good. Um, that's exciting. Yeah, that is good. And did you see? I want to give a shout out uh, to on Instagram. Uh, Crimmy Cards put up a very, very interesting post. The kind of thing we used to get from from uh, Card Geek. About no, no, no. Yeah, 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 HQ yeah. Card, Card Geek kind of thing. Yes, uh, and we love a breakdown here on the show. We've had a long history of enjoying breakdowns. Did an Echelenza uh, breakdown? Ooh. Yes. Can I say, the F1 crowd are super kind of analytical, obviously, just by the nature of the sport and the nature yeah. of, kind of the hobby, that they always, like, they have, like, an ongoing Excel sheet of any one-of-ones or one-of-fives that have been hit in any product that has come out, and they have, like, a record of it all. It's unbelievable. Sorry. Continue, Jason. We could try that for soccer if we get enough people together, but I don't think we have the same vibe, really. No, we need a team of people because we have about 50 soccer products a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like uh, like the streaming farms, except it's just people counting all day, being like, "I found this over here, and this is here." And it just be yes, insane. very difficult. It'd be nuts. Um, so just to, I, I, I want to give credit to it's Crimmy underscore so C R I M M Y underscore cards uh, on Instagram. Uh, we've crunched the numbers, so you don't have to. With Echelens on the horizon, we thought it'd be best to share with the community your chances of a one-on-one mojo. This set and anticipate this highly anticipated set includes legend autos as well as the first officially licensed Michael Schumacher parallel. Um, first seventy-eight card set. Yeah, par- so obviously he's had officially licensed cards, but not parallel cards. Yeah, not in the new era. Um, so let's have a look here and see. Um, this is Oscar Piastri's first year, first product with a rookie stamp. Yeah, damn. People are going crazy over him at the moment. So you have a 0.01% chance of hitting the 101 Oscar Piastri first rookie card. Okay. Um, That's probably like one of the nicest first rookie cards you'll get in terms of this product. Like, thick, yeah. beautiful. Okay, okay. That's not great, not great odds over there, Jason. Not but great odds. If you broke down the odds like that for everything, nothing would look great, I suppose. But here's one for you, actually. Talk to me. How if the say the print run is say the print run is like there are fifteen thousand echelons or hundred thousand echelons of cards made. Yeah. Is the odds of hitting the one on one not the same regardless of what the card is? It's one in the in, divided by the print run. No, no, no. Because like a one of five, there's five different versions of that card. No, no, no. But I mean, any given card. 
Like this, this, this. You're, just, you're for... just showing that you don't understand statistics or probability. No, no, no. Wait, wait a second. So this Sorry, one sir. of one of five of fifteen of twenty five yeah. for this Oscar Piastri rookie card. Mm-hmm. Is this not the same for every other card? Well, every other one of one has zero point zero one percent chance of being hit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just I, I, what I'm wondering now is what's on the next panel. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because what I'm saying is, I could, I could now, now knowing this. No, but like that's not for every card. You, you'll understand. Because think about it, Jason. No, I'm not gonna. I'll let you go to the next. I'm panel. not saying yeah. for any card. I'm saying for the numbered. But like, okay, I think what this is saying, Jason, is this is Oscar's yeah. first rookie stamp. The odds of getting any one of one is this, any of five is this, any fifteen, any twelve of any of the cards to have those parallels. That's what it's saying. It's not. They're just saying, oh, by the way, here's Oscar Piastri's class. That's the, the statistics. Oh, it's unrelated. Not... Yes. Now I understand. This fella's brilliant. Now I understand. I see what's happening here. So ah, there's... look, they've given you they've given you a bit of help here on this one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Brilliant. So I so I actually misunderstood right. something entirely different to what we thought I misunderstood. Mm. Um the debut of legend autos, if you want to hit any auto. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you froze. No, I meant it. Well, you froze. did freeze. It just wasn't your connection. No, my connection's fine. My brain, not so much. And not doing too good. Um. So you got a point zero one four percent chance of hitting a one on one auto. Why don't you have your head your headphones on? The downstairs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, zero. So what's the difference there? Like a point. Uh, 0.004 percent difference. You're more likely so you're, to get that. Yeah, so you're point zero zero four percent more likely to get an autograph one of one. That see, you see what I'm saying? Oh, but look, think about it. There's less autograph one of ones than there are base cards. That does that does make sense. There are less autograph one of ones than there are base cards. Is it a guaranteed number of autos per box? No, there's no autos in a box. There's no autos in any of the books. No, it's like you're not guaranteed an autograph in a book. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. You're guaranteed this, a by the way, this is incredible content. So oh, but you, you get two parallels in a box. Does that help you? I just don't understand why it's more likely to get an auto. That's a bit mad. I don't know. Maybe I don't understand statistics. Maybe it's like assuming you hit an auto, this is your yeah, chance of hitting a one-on-one auto. You're telling me Krimi cards is using conditional probability. That's what I'm, th- I'm thinking, yeah. No, I think he's, apply- he's applying Bayes here. I think he's a Bayesian Krimi card. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a lot wrong with this one. Now I'm, now I'm, now I'm lost. <laughs> no, because this is a type of insert. But you know what's actually confusing yeah. me, Jason? What's that? This image is the Michael Schumacher of 10, and there's no statistics for hitting the of 10. <sighs> yeah. There you go. Oh, that's definitely like a different insert. You know what I mean? Like, like that's this is not part of the base set. And he's saying, so the odds of this are even rarer. But, I mean, the no of 10 is a bit weird, but that, I don't know. But, you know, who knows? A slight oversight. But for me, if you're missing the one of 10, I can't really trust any of your maths on the complicated part. I'm so confused. We started this by hyping up Krimi cards, giving them a show, and now I feel like we're. No, look, I want to. I want to give Krimi cards the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I want more people doing this. So I'm. I'm... Okay, okay, hang on a second. Look, right here we go. This 
the of one of this, the Spanish Samurai uh, Fernando Alonso card. Yeah. Uh, that's the same chance as hitting the Nigel Mans on the Nigel Mansell one on one. I think Corner. this guy had good intentions, but it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I it's really not... did. I did not start this. <laughs> I didn't start this like with trying to call out grubby cards. I just, I had a look through this earlier. I thought, ah, oh, yeah, that looks all good. Yeah, isn't I'll put that the show. This is a, this is very informative. Um, and then now that I'm looking through it and kind of paying attention, you're seeing some potential flaws. I'm confused. I'm a bit confused, but you know, I'm into it. I think just open the box that you buy, hope for the best. Don't worry about all these numbers. Chill out. Like. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So, all right. So, F1 Ben says, Where did you happen to find the Packard figures? Right. And then Krimi Card says, Packards were calculated by the number of hits per box divided by the amount of hits in total. Yeah, good. That checks out. That checks out. It's all very good. It's all top top work. I'm into it. I like that it's only a 78 card set. I like that it's thick cards. It's cool. It's different. It's fun. I wouldn't go worrying too much about the uh, the ins and outs. Tom, like, no, I'm not worried. Like, Jason, I'm really example, not worried. We hit the one-on-one dual autograph super factor from the, the women's chrome. Yeah. Alexia Puteas and Sam Kerr. One of, the, one of the, their product hits. What were the odds of that like? Man. No, I'm not. The, the odds are neither here nor there. I just don't be worrying about the odds. I just unintentionally we just got lost in the weeds there on that, and that wasn't intended. The idea of the but that's what happens at Hobby segment. HQ. This is not a straight. You thought it could be a straightforward hobby where you could just look at pack odds, numbers, calculate, and then give a real clear explanation of what your odds are. But there's none of that. Open it. You might have three hits in one box. Now what happens to every bit of maths is in the bin, and that happens. So don't be that, worried. I, hey, that does happen. It happens. Sometimes you get three hits. Sometimes you're missing a hit. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for that. You're I'm not. not you're not worrying over it. No, no. Don't worry about it. Just open and have have a bit of fun. I, I hope they come next week. I'm excited for that set. Mm. Even though Max Verstappen just wins every week, I hate it. See that? See that? Las Vegas Grand Prix. The figures are all down because when it was announced, they really jacked the price of everything. That even like hotel costs from when it was first announced have gone down fifty eight percent. Really. Yeah, so like hotels and like the tickets for the event, everything, they were basically going, we're going to fucking cream all these cunts. This is great. And then everyone's like, oh, we're not going to that. Fuck you. And then they're like, oh, no, actually, sorry. Here's the norm- normal prices. But now wow. it's like statistically, it looks like doom and gloom. It looks like like a hotel went for like, say, a thousand. Now it looks like it's, it's it's a massive failure. Which is not. It was just, it's a massive failure for the scalpers that tried to scalp it. You know, but now it does it's like. It's kind of shine. like uh, the, the, with the hobby and talking about the COVID boom. And it's yeah, like, yeah, we're still absolutely. up. Yeah, yeah, but don't. But we're not no, up on the... A friend of mine was at the, the Austin Grand Prix, and I asked her, are you going to the Las Vegas Grand Prix? And her answer was, no, that would cost an absolute fortune, Jesus. And it's like, that's the sentiment around it now. But yeah. I do think prices have now actually got to a point where it is affordable. But obviously, uh, getting for someone like us, getting flights to Vegas last minute or not, it's not going to be a feel. So no, that, would be, that would be kind of a... a it makes you got greedy. Inhibiting factor. They got greedy, they jacked the prices, and now they're like, everything's on sale. Fuck yeah. Us. They would have been better off pricing it reasonably in the first place. And then letting it sell out, build hype. It's it's very simple. I don't people don't understand this model. Listen, if, if anyone at F1 needs to talk to the organizer of the Dublin Card Show about uh how you operate an event. Yeah. 
we're here. And you get people, you know, to fly in all that stuff. We can tell you. Yeah, you, you don't 3x the price of your ticket and hope for the best. No, not at but all. That's how it, that's how it goes. Um, and so we're on the uh jury, yeah, of something called the Golden Pack Awards. Okay, let's talk about that. And the Golden Pack Awards, um, they're essentially going to be hobby awards. It's run by uh, our friend Dom, uh, who has the uh, Don Le Paquet uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and kind of the French language answer to Soccer Card United. I was going to say, to be honest, if these fellas weren't French, we wouldn't have responded. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't engage with anything. We don't really engage with anything, but it's like, they were French, and we said, this is kind of like the Ballon d'Or, and then we laughed, and we said, let's do it. Yeah. I suppose so that could be true. That could be true. Um, So, it's going to be football, soccer, hobby awards. Um, there are, there's a jury of international voters, and oh, yeah. here's, who we're, here's who we're in with. So, okay. First of all, we're both on the jury independently. Can I say that was such a nice touch? That was a nice touch. A lot of the time people are just like, and you are connected, your bank account is connected, your life is connected, you share the same bed, you two are the same person. Yeah. These people showed us respect. People showed us respect here, actually. And and they even put a gap between us. They gave us a bit of space on everything. Brilliant. A bit of of bloody breeding room. Yeah, I'm sick of being next to you. This is like when we pick different seats on the flight. 100%. I'm never beside Jason on a flight. Why would I want to be? I see him enough. Um, exactly. The flight, it's nice. Very nice. You know, Absolutely makes the heart grow fonder and all that stuff. So we have uh, Dom from Falco Football Cards. Um, we have uh, representing Monaco. We have me uh, representing Ireland. Wahey! Wahey! That's you. We, That's you. We That's have your fans. Robin, aka uh, Camille, Camille Arino, uh from France. Stefan, who runs Control Breaks in the Netherlands. Hey, hey, don't skip me. Oh, you're reading off the oak, not I'm off reading the, off the tweet. Uh... Don't worry. Sorry. Um, Ryan mad. from Debo Sports representing the USA. Rod from Neon Trading Cards, who somebody in the reply said is a box breaking legend. I seen that. I was going to say that. Yeah, on Australia uh, from, from down under. Down under. And uh, Thierry from the Paris Card Show. Torsten from Inside the Box. Uh, Simon from Chicago Soccer Cards. Uh, Michael from Hemingway Wax and Enzo from Soccer United. Let's go. <sighs> Ireland is represented well on that list. Yeah, let me tell you. Absolutely. We are brilliant. Um, so that's exciting. So there's a there are categories be, being announced. Yeah, we get to be the dubious panel that make questionable decisions. Yeah, we are available for uh, brown envelopes. For bribery. We can absolutely be bribed. Yeah. Uh, if you want your podcast to win podcast of the year, we have no problem at all. Uh, We'll vote against ourselves. Yeah, we don't care. Um, so categories announced from the 13th to the 19th of November. That's next week. Then the sh- we're going to be shortlisting, announcing the shortlist from the 20th to the 26th of November. And then the winners will be announced on the night of the 3rd of December. Mark your calendar. Wow. The this is hobby battle on lore. Yeah. It's going to be taken on. It's unbelievable. This is quite Shout exciting stuff. Shout out to them for kind of including us, showing us some love, some respect. Um, yeah. We like that. Good stuff. We like that tremendously. Thank you to the French. Anytime the, the French hobby can get any form of benefit, we're there to help. We want to see that market grow. Give us French premium product, please. League on Mosaic, please, please Prism, Ops Chrome, whatever. Someone do it. Someone give it to us. We need it. We want it. Need it. We want it. 
we want to be able to get our hands on it. The League of Talents. You know. So just to um have a look at your football weekends, have you been catching up with any of the Champions League action? Yeah, I got to catch AC Milan a bit of it because we were out for dinner, I believe. I got a bit of that uh, game. Yes, what a result for AC Milan. Oh, Rafael Leo was on form apparently in the first half, which I missed, but I got the replays. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Apparently we put on a really good performance and then we kind of shut up shop towards the end, but the, the start of the game was a blockbuster. Um, and I also caught the Man United game yesterday because my brother is a diehard Man United fan and that was uh, quite the game. Quite the game over there. 4-3 to FC Copenhagen. A stadium we've been to. Yeah, parking. Yeah, we've, we've been there. Um, yeah, Two goals I mean, for, for Rasmus Hoyland against his childhood club. Yeah, Rooney Bardaji looking every bar of a top, top quality player who also does have rookie cards, by the way. We didn't think that when, when Rasmus Hoyland scored the, the two goals uh, early doors, we did not think that the most extraordinary performance from a 2022-23 rookie of the night was going to be from Rooney Bardaji. We thought Rasmus Hoyland had this wrapped up, and no, he didn't. He, he was beautiful when he came on. Unbelievable, like very yeah. tactical, very... just You could see just a different level of quality when he came on the pitch. Um, I, I yeah, I didn't agree with the red card to be honest, but um, yeah, I didn't what agree. You He's one of those ones that uh looks worse in slow motion. Hundred percent. Just give it, the, give him the yellow. He didn't mean it. He was protecting them. It was just stupid. Yeah, but then and then both handballs. The way that you get penalties for those is ridiculous. At least they evened each other out. But uh, that, that was a disgrace. I think they really have to look at the the rules of the game, Jason. I think uh, the laws of the game. So man, you need a bit of common sense. Yeah, these refs. It's like they've never played football. These refs. Yeah, I think I so. hate uh, well, handball yeah. rule. It's like the ball is going nowhere, it touches your hand, and now I get a free shot to score a goal. Like it's like, for what? Mm. Literally, for what? If the handball prevented a literal goal, grand. Otherwise, fuck off. That's how I feel about the handball rule. Well, it's, I have to say, I, I, I like that there's different, uh, there's different people say, you know, that wouldn't be a penalty in the Premier League, but it is in Europe. And I just think, well, like, yeah. It's just different. It's just like there's different. There's things that wouldn't be a yellow card in in Serie A that are in La Liga, and it's like it's fun. It's not the sport is not just just because you watch it all on the same television doesn't mean it's all the same sport. You know, it's, yeah. there are different organizations who are welcome to set up different refereeing standards and all that stuff. It feels um, like in the game, Jason, the referee standards are gone. Yeah, I, I don't think that's true though, because you remember like before VAR and all that stuff, it was. Refereeing was also bad, but we just weren't as obsessed with it. I don't think. I think it was better, bad but better. I liked. I. I. I much. I was obviously open to a lot of fucked up shit, but I much preferred the kind of like you could get the rubber of the green, or you might get fucked. But sure, look, it is what it is. Let the ref decide. You know, that was better. Crack. I mean, now it's like, and is his hair offside? Oh, he's five minutes to look at that. Like, it's like if it's that close, it's a fucking. It's onside. Who cares? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I. I think. I think it. it it's not why people like football. Mm. The, the, no one likes football because of the accuracy of the refereeing decision. No. And they're not so, even accurate even with the help of technology, which is kind of fucked up. No, I mean, like, it's it's a spectator sport. It's, it's and it doesn't, like, just play. Just let's get, let's get going. Yeah, that's good. I, I don't like managers you. coming out and saying, oh, it's disgraceful. We've been, I'm like, man, I don't care. I have no sympathy for you. Like, Get every team, it. every team has referee decisions go against them. Just because you're Man United and not Wolves, and therefore new, more newspaper columns will be filled with your news, 
doesn't mean you're any you get right to be any more outraged than anyone else. You sound like a jaded football fan. I'm just saying. I just think that I, I think a lot of the, especially the big English clubs, and in fairness, I, I say big clubs in in general. We're going to see it. You see it every time in the lead at the El Clasico. You get like Real Madrid TV will do like this is every time this this actually happened recently. They did like a feature on Real Madrid TV. This is every single time that this referee who's about to referee the Clasico has made a decision against Real Madrid in his entire refereeing career. And it's like crime See, on. Um, your man uh, for I think Rams uh, coaching pre. Yeah, will still. Yeah, will still. Before that, he said uh, in training, I'm I'm doing like uh, poor refereeing decisions on purpose to get people ready for the PSG game. So like, if he's in training and someone does something crazy, he's not yeah. given the call or whatever just to prepare his players. Yeah. That's a bit mad. But that's also like um, that's mad. But it's all I almost prefer that. It's like yeah. It's like we're going to be operating in suboptimal conditions here, people. Get on with it. That those those four words need to be introduced more into football. Get on with it. Yeah, move along. Um, but yeah, Man United a bit disastrous, huh? Yeah, like to be honest, like they 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 were grand. Like it wasn't the worst performance or whatever. But um, obviously getting sent off. Yeah, not great. Ultimately, I just don't trust what's going on with that club. Um. It's kind of classic. Even like this Jaden Sancho thing, like we've kind of called it. United's a bit of a mess, and it's kind of hard to even judge any of the players because there's clearly just a messed up culture at the club. I agree. I tell you who you can trust in. That's Harry Kane to score goals for Bayern Munich. Two more last night in the last ten minutes against Galatasaray as they won two one. Um, this is the kind of Champions League game I love. Oh, the, my favorite thing about this game was the two goalkeepers. In one, in one goal for Bayern Munich, you had Manny Neuer. In the other goal for Galatasaray, still, you had Fernando Musler. And it's just like, <laughs> still. this is football heritage. It's like, it, it was like it was like if you watched the game and in one goal was Iker Casillas and in the other goal was Gigi Buffon. It's like, they're like time travelers from a different era. You know, I loved it. Oh, that um, is football heritage. You have like, that's football heritage. You have one team... Uh, with Icardi, Zaha, Ziyech, Torreira, uh, Bukambus, formerly of Marseille, formerly of Villarreal, formerly of Beijing, Guan, uh, Cedric Bukambu, ultimate journeyman, perfect Galatasaray player. I love this match. This was great. And Harry Kane is even better than he was at Spurs. <laughs> can you believe it? Um, can you believe it? Turns out if you're playing for the, the, uh, the record meister of Germany, you might improve a little bit. Incredible. No, it is a bit. Yeah, he he. It, it, to be honest, to be honest with him, it kind of got to a point where I feel like the Bayern players and him have clicked. They kind of know his game. They know where he's gonna go when he's gonna go. Completely. And now it's just like now it's gonna be goals, 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 goals. Like there was a bit of a period where he's like, oh, this isn't Spurs. Now he knows I can make this run and I'll be found. Unbelievable. Um, and they're kind of going, oh, he'll make yes. that run and he'll score. This is clap. Um, I don't know if you saw any of the Arsenal Sevilla match. No, I just heard Saka got a good goal. Saka got a very good goal, but there was one particular moment. I want to see if I can find a clip of it, uh, <laughs> where Gabby Martinelli uh, spun the right back of of Seville, and it was glorious. Glory. It, uh, it was like the kind of thing where the commentator literally said they were Martin Keown. I think was in the studio for for a TNT, and they said if you did that to Martin Keown, he would have just just booted you. It was it was crazy. It was like the kind of thing that like it was disrespectful. 
Understand. Um, Understand. Let me see if I can find But like, you're a big Arsenal fan anyway. I knew you were going to catch that game. Massive Arsenal fan, of course, me. Yeah, everyone knows that. Um, I'm not going to be able to find it. It doesn't matter. Um, but that was, that was quite exciting. I had to watch that. Um, trying to see any other notable results. Uh, Real Sociedad, our mates Real Sociedad have had an absolutely stellar season so far. Um, and they beat Benfica 3-1 last night. The goals um, were lovely. That and the Berenicea that we saw score against uh, Real, Real Madrid, Madrid is decent. Was brilliant. Oyasabal, brilliant. Marino, brilliant. Kubo, brilliant. And would you believe um, the I'd love to see. I'd love to get back there to the I know. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. This kind of thing is going to become a regular occurrence. If we can go back to San Sebastian for those pinchos, um, I'm there. I'm there too. Incredible stuff. Um. Anyway, look, we're not going to keep everyone too much longer. Um, that is Sock Card United for episode 196. We will be back on Monday for episode 197. Mm-hmm. We're approaching episode 200. Somebody said, oh, episode 200 is going to be special. And I said to myself... You better make it special. How? How? <laughs> like how, it's special. how it's going to be special. Yeah. Um, we come back it with a guest um, appearance. Could do. Could do. We don't do guests. Um, we could see if we can get somebody from the convention center Dublin, perhaps. <laughs> Me with a hat on. Um, you with a hat on. Brilliant. Um, to, be honest, to be honest with you, that's it, Jason. It's all about now pushing for the show, card show in February. Anyone that's listening to this that has not booked their tickets yet that could potentially make their way over, please, please do. DublinCardShow.com. Uh, vendor tickets, 30% sold out, which is super exciting after 24 hours. Um, plenty of attendee tickets because we have a huge, huge venue. Um, but do lock it in. Let's go. Yep, exciting stuff. All right. Have a great weekend, everyone, and we'll see you on the other side of 